All right, so I was kind of, I was, doing, I was doing some thinking, and I started to wonder what is gonna happen if Donald Trump wins re-election. I mean, obviously, like everything's gonna be fine. Okay, the world is not going to combust. We're gonna be okay. Um, but I guess as far as how society will react is what I'm, I'm more so wondering. Because there's definitely going to be people who freak out a lot. They're going to flip shit. Alright, they're going to go crazy over Donald Trump winning again. Just like how they did in uh, 2016. And, you know, whenever he was elected the first time, uh, everyone was acting like the world was going to end. People were, like, absolutely losing their mind. They just screaming, having mental breakdowns over this fucking dude. Becoming president. And you know, I can understand having concerns with him. And you know being a bit. You know. Having your doubts about him as president. That's fine. That's understandable. That's normal. But to kind of live in this fantasy world. That everything. It, all of America is just going to collapse. Yeah, it's just a bit, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, like, look at, four years later, okay, we're all fine. Obviously, I know COVID's going on. But I really don't think you can attribute that to Trump. Like, I suppose, you know, you could say, okay, yeah, you know, he could have handled it a bit better or, or whatever. But no matter who was president, we, we would be saying that in the end, is that they could have handled it better. You know, it's easy to look back on retrospect and be able to, you know, be critical of his job handling the situation. But, you know, I see people saying that, like, okay, Trump, we elect him, you know, he's a threat to our democracy and all this, you know, crazy I guess, thoughts that they're having. But I guess when you really look at it, I mean, the people who are saying that are the ones who are calling in for mail-in voting. And it's just like, how, how are you going to be okay with mail-in voting while also, you know, ripping on the guy who says yes Everyone should go vote and should be in-person voting. Okay, like, he's the one saying that. He's not the one calling for mail-in voting. And I feel like, you know, mail-in voting, there's so much that can go wrong with it. So it, it's pretty surprising how so many people are calling for it and acting like it's going to be... You know, it's going to work perfectly fine. 
And it's just like, that's not the case. The USPS is not very reliable in the first place. And then now it's like, we're going to be trusting them to send millions of votes. Like we're, we're going to believe that they're going to successfully do that. It's like, no, I, I just, no, I, I just don't see it happening. Especially since there's been, uh, I think it was in California or something. It was this guy who uh, allegedly came over to like this group of people holding a little Trump thing. All it was was them just like sitting around on a street corner holding their Trump signs and wearing their MAGA hats and whatnot. And he came over, was cussing at them, and allegedly assaulted some old lady. And, you know, it came out that he, he worked for the USPS. And not only that, but they literally came out in support of Joe Biden. So it's like, you know, oh, that kind of them being unbiased basically just goes out the window at that point. And I, I just trying to comprehend justifying just purely doing mail-in voting is just, no. But not only that, but like experts have come out and said that you can do mail-in voting. It's it's good to go. You know, Dr. Fauci, you know, I guess essentially who has become the word of God. Whatever he says, it goes because he's Dr. Fauci. And he has come out and said, yes, we can do in-person voting. And, you know, basically a lot of people who have advocated for mail-in voting, a lot of people on the left, have basically been they've been humping this man's leg for the entirety that he's become you know as big as he has he's been non-stop on this dude's dick you know and now that he said yes we can do in-person voting you know now they're off they've, they've stopped humping his leg now that he has said we can do in-person voting and it's just, but not only that, it's like, whenever you see that they claim that we should do mail-in voting because of COVID, it's like, well, you, you clearly don't care at all about COVID. You, you clearly do not, you know, view it as this huge threat as you claim to view it as you know you cannot be for all these protests and riots but then also be against in-person voting like even the peaceful protests like you cannot be saying okay yeah that's okay peaceful protest that's that's okay but in-person voting that's not okay Like, obviously, I'm all for 
peaceful protest, that's fine. But regardless of how, you know, good of a message they're spreading or how good of a, you know, new, new push for change, how, no matter how good it is, they're still, a lot of them not wearing masks and not socially distancing. So it's like, you can't be okay with one and then be very apprehensive of the other. Like, you can't, you can't, all right? You can't have this immense double standard whenever it comes to, you know, hardcore virtue signaling and then being like, yeah, no. Yeah, sorry. No in-person no in person voting. Just not allowed. You can't do it because it's too dangerous. You can't have it both ways, all right? You can't be okay with one and not the other. You have to be okay with both or not okay with both. That's just how it is. But anyways, back to, uh, you know, Donald Trump. I feel like if Joe Biden were to win, pretty much every single person who voted for Donald Trump would be very fine with that in the sense of they're not going to throw a fit over it. Yeah, they, they would have preferred to have Donald Trump. But they realize that, you know, Joe Biden getting elected, it's, it's not it's not the end of the world. They They may not favor it, but they realize that Life will go on, all right. And there's this there's this quote from Obama, all right. I I don't, I don't know what it is exactly word for word. I think he said it whenever Trump won. It was along the lines of basically, the sun will rise again. That's all I remember from the quote. But it was it was essentially no matter who wins the election. Okay, the sun will rise again. And, you know, what that translates to, if you uh, basically translate to just stop being a bitch. That, that's what it translates to, is just stop being such a bitch constantly. Stop acting like everything is going to come to an end. That our world, as we know it, will just implode on itself if... Donald Trump becomes the president. Okay, you know, I can understand how you, you think sometimes Mr. Donnie can be kind of an ass. All right, I understand. I understand if you think he can be immature at points. I understand. And it's also fine if you disagree with his policies. But stop acting like he is Hitler 2.0 or that he's this genius evil mastermind it's like you constantly call him an absolute dumbass while also trying to act like he's a genius who's plotting all this evil shit to destroy america it's like you can't have both okay he's either a brain dead dipshit or he's an evil genius all right he, he can't be both that's just not that's not how it works but, yeah, 
just know, regardless of who becomes the president, we will be okay. Life will go on. We will all survive. It will be okay. Okay, so another thing I, I want to talk about was, I guess, late night talk show hosts. And, you know, whatever, I don't really enjoy them. I, I just, it's too late, all right? I'm not going to stay up late to be watching that. It's just not worth it. But what I have noticed is that they all have become very political. And, you know, that's whatever. You, I mean, I don't think that's what you should be doing whenever it's, like, the whole reason. Like, you're meant to entertain people, bring people together with comedy, not be giving your political opinion. But, you know, it's whatever. It's whatever. But something I noticed was that virtually every single talk show host, late night show host, they all became political except for Jimmy Fallon. Like every single one. They all just became, you know, political experts as you do. But it never Jimmy Fallon. But then also, you know, you look on YouTube and it's basically like this for every single talk show host, is that at least on YouTube, is that no one cares about what they're doing. Until they start, you know, talking about politics. And you get bonus points, all right? You get bonus points if you, you know, get pissed at Trump or mock him or make fun of him. Whatever. And that's fine. I understand. He's an easy guy to make fun of. He really is. But I just, it was so weird. Because I, I was on YouTube and I saw this clip and it was Jimmy Fallon, like I said, just mocking Trump. But it was like so weird because he's never done that before. And now just to see him just becoming very desperate, right? I mean, you look at his channel and it's just very low view count. And then it's like, oh, uh, Trump does blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, whoa, whoa, 200,000 views compared to like 30,000. It's just, I don't know. I find it to be kind of interesting how all you have to do is just talk about Trump, and uh, there you go, baby. Alright, you got your views. That's all you gotta do, is uh, just get, just mock Trump. And that's how you rake in the viewership. Yeah. So, uh, besides talk shows and whatnot, California is clearly not doing very good at all. California is looking hella rough, all right? On fire, lots of homelessness and shit all over the streets, sidewalks, alleyways, people walking by. Um, and unemployment is also a huge thing. I think there was some statistic. I don't exactly know where it's from. But uh, it was, I heard it was something around, uh, on the lines of, like, 50% of the unemployment is in California, as far as, like, people who are unemployed. 
which I thought was insane. One state to have 50% of the unemployment. Wow. That's, wow. And you do see a lot of people are leaving. A lot of people are leaving California. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I feel like for me at least, whenever I, I was growing up, I, I would kind of view, like, living in California as this luxurious thing. Same thing with, like, living in New York City. You know, someone says they live in L.A., they live in New York. You're like, whoa, that's kind of cool. All right? Because it kind of is. But now it's like, not not so much. Not so much. I mean, California is, like, really going to shit. New York City is kind of starting to go to shit a bit. Um, and it's, like, it's pretty unfortunate that, you know, California and New York City, I feel like, are two places that, in general, I would say Americans are proud of. Especially New York City. Like, you look at that and you're like, wow, that is quite something. And California, same thing. Like, wow, it's beautiful. You got you know, also Hollywood and whatnot, music industry. It's something to be proud of. But now it's like not so much. It's yeah, it's rough. I mean, in California, you got like I said, the mass unemployment, the forest fires, the homelessness. It's like insane. It looks very dystopian right now over there on the west coast it's 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 not looking good and we're not only just seeing you know small businesses leaving but like higher profile people i suppose leaving as well is pretty surprising you know, we got joe rogan leaving and you know ben shapiro and the daily wire leaving and you know it's like Ben Shapiro lived in California his whole life and whatnot, but he's like, yeah, the way it's being run, I gotta go, all right? Joe Rogan, I don't, I don't know the exact reason why he left, but it's probably along the same lines as why Ben Shapiro left. And, it's, yeah, like I said, it's unfortunate. The forest fires, they just can't get their shit together when it comes to those gross mismanagement of forest fires. You feel like at this point in time, California are like seasoned vets when it comes to forest fires, but yet still, you can't get that under control in any capacity. And then, other thing, power outages. Uh, yeah, because they're trying to do green energy or clean energy and it's just not working out. It's just not sustainable. But yet they're just pushing through with it because that's like, I, I guess you can say the, the more so progressive thing to do is to move on to green energy and clean energy and whatnot. And I'm not against that, but it has to be sustainable. 
and affordable as well. And those two go together. I understand wanting to try and get new ways to produce energy that are also better for the environment. I'm fine with that. But there's a point where you have to prioritize actually being able to get energy to all your citizens to, you know, people giving you a pat on the back and saying, way to go, California. That's pretty cool. That Yeah, solar panels on houses. That's pretty dope, California. Cool. It's like, you know, what? what's worth it? Getting a pat on the back or making sure your citizens can actually survive, you know, just, you gotta, you gotta weigh your options, and, uh, I don't think wanting a, a pat on the back is, uh, the best choice between the two, but, uh, yeah, see you later, this is, that's it, goodbye.